Oconee State Bank is now serving Gwinnett. With the opening of a new commercial loan center, Oconee State Bank is proud to offer businesses in Gwinnett the type of remarkable service owners expect from their local community bank and financial partner. Their commercial bankers, Josh Osborne and Mike Fulton, have a combined 38 years of serving Gwinnett and are ready to help. Learn more about Oconee State Bank, their new Gwinnett Commercial Loan Center, and their mission to create remarkable experiences at OconeeStateBank.com. Member FDIC. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Beyond the Cupola, presented by Oconee State Bank. At Oconee State Bank, experience remarkable. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to Beyond the Cupola, brought to you by Oconee State Bank. We're broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio here in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. I'm Mike Salmon. We've got a couple great guests on the show today. Uh, Kale- uh, K- we talked about this before the show, and I said, I'm going to mess up names. When we're on the air, I mess them up. Caleb Stevens. Caleb, you got it. Yeah. I, and I still can't get over how amazing your radio voice is. I so turn it on, and I turn it off when I need to, right? <laughs> And uh, later on the show, Mike Fulton's going to join us and talk about the uh, the latest updates with uh, Oconee State Bank expanding into Gwinnett County and how that's going. But, uh, Caleb, we're going to start with you. Caleb Stevens, uh, recently out of college. You haven't been out that long, and you are now a published author. So we're going to talk about your newest book. But give us a little bit about your background, where you're from, where you uh, grew up, and, uh, and how you got to where you are today. Sure. Well, so like you mentioned, uh, I graduated from UGA. Uh, about go, a, about big go dogs. Go dogs. Make yep. sure make sure our producer Trey hears us. Oh man, War Eagle. Ooh. Yeah, that, that's why we want to make sure we say it loud and proud. That hurts. When you have Beyond the Cupola, you know, Oconee State Bank, they're based in Athens, like we've talked about before. That kind of comes with the territory. You get a lot of UGA right. and Athens people that come through here. But did not grow up in Athens. Actually grew up in Johns Creek, Georgia. Uh not far from Gwinnett County, just across the river, right. across the Chattahoochee. Actually, part of Johns Creek is in Gwinnett County. That's right. And, yeah. it's a, and it's a fairly new city. It formed in 06, I think, and it kind of took parts of Duluth, Alpharetta yep. coming, and it kind of consolidated into one you know, kind of area. So grew up there, uh, grew up in a banking family. My dad, Neil Stevens, was with Oconee State Bank and grew up you know, going into the office and, and stealing candy out of the, the teller's little you know, candy drawer. <laughs> and uh, you would go you know, and, and just really kind of enjoyed the whole banking environment that I grew up in and the business environment that I grew up in, having my dad uh, to be in the banking business. And went to UGA, went to Johns Creek High School for, for four years. Uh, loved my time there, played sports, uh, was the punter in football. It's kind of a, a fun fact about me. Never played organized football till my senior year and then decided I wanted to be the punter and went out and had a, had a great time doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when people ask about a, what's a fun fact about your background, it's I was the punter for one year at Johns right. Creek High School. Went to UGA for four years, was a business major, the Terry College of Business, and towards the end of my time there, uh, my buddy Nick Salyers and I, we had met each other through a leadership program within the business school. We started to have conversations about what are some ways that we could maybe help freshmen in college think through, how do you navigate college? Because I know when I came in, I had so many questions and so many just concerns about how do I navigate this new stage of life. It's kind of the first time that you're learning to live on your own. It's the first time that you're away from mom and dad. And there's so many opportunities, so many majors you could pick, so many clubs you can join. It can kind of be overwhelming. And even for me, like I grew up probably going to two UGA games a year. Like I was familiar with Athens. I kind of I kind of got how UGA worked. And yet I was still facing a lot of questions. And I remember I reached out to probably six or seven guys that I knew that were a couple of years ahead of me in college, and I just 
asked them every question I could think of. How do you pick a major? How do you know what clubs to sign up for? Oh, here, How go, do you here comes that freshman again with all those questions. Exactly. How do you go? Where are the dining halls? All kinds of questions. And if I, if it wasn't for those six or seven guys investing in me, I don't know if my college career would have gotten on to the track that it did and would have been successful even long term without having some guys to kind of help me along. And Nick and I were just thinking, you know, it was great that we could have those guys that we could talk to, but a lot of folks come into college and maybe you don't have those six or seven guys that you can reach out to. And so what do you do with that? And we thought that maybe a book could be a resource uh, to help them kind of get started on the right track. And so that was kind of the emphasis for where the book came from. The name of the book is Collegiate, Seven Big Ideas to Make College Awesome. Um, Where can folks get the book, first of all? So the main way is on Amazon. You can go to Amazon.com, search Collegiate, or search Awesome, or search Caleb Stevens or Nick Salyers, and I'm sure one of the hits will come up and you'll be able to find us. We also have a website, MakeCollegeAwesome.com is a great way, or you can go on my website, uh, CalebStevens.com. You can find it there. So those are a few of our different places. We'd love to be in Barnes & Noble and the bookstores one day, but uh, when you're a first-time author, getting a traditional (laughs) publishing deal is not always the easiest thing in the world, but self-publishing in today's world is very easy and it's a great way to go ahead and, you know, get your book out there. Right. And I can't wait till the movie comes out, by the way. Oh, no. (laughs) So we'll start thinking who's going to play you, who's going to play your friend. What's better, the movie or the book? That would be an incredible conversation if that would actually ever happen. There you go. It's it's funny because, you know, you, you read things about how to maybe navigate through college because it can be very daunting, especially for a freshman, but typically it's not from a a, a student's perspective and you got that from your seven people you were asking questions to and so I guess a lot of that you put in the book yeah and, and when I was going into college I got a lot of different graduation gifts and oftentimes they were books about how to navigate college and they were all very helpful but a common theme I noticed is that they were all written by people who were in their 40s and 50s and while there's no discounting the wisdom that they had to offer Nick and I thought, what would a book from the trenches look like? So we really wrote the book our senior year of college, a few months before we were handed diplomas, and so we were still kind of in the thick of that, and we think writing from the trenches with whatever your experiences are can be really a really valuable like perspective. Now, on the back of the cover, Caleb, it says uh, it's got, I guess, the seven, the seven big ideas. These are listed right here. Can I, can I read them off? You can go for it. Go for all it. And then, I'll, and then I'll give you a little clue when you're done to, as to what the, the meanings are behind all of them. Okay, because, yeah, because if you look at it, it's like, wait a minute. But, I mean, that's part of the fun of reading yeah, the book. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, the, the, so, so seven big ideas to make college awesome. Number one, brew the coffee. Two, chart the course. Three, walk with the wise. Four, embrace the hurricanes. Five, make a ruckus. Six, learn to dance. And seven, don't waste a weekend. Yeah, so fairly unorthodox titles. Right. Every idea represents a chapter, so there's seven chapters in the book. It's not like number one, get to know your professors. Make sure you study hard. Exactly. And when Nick and I sat down to write, what we did before, I mean, just thinking through the creative process of how do you write a book, we took a bunch of note cards out, and we wrote one idea per note card, and we probably had about 40 note cards at the end of it, and we said, okay, we've got like these 40 different topics that we could write about, 40 different ways that we think you can make your time in college really remarkable. What are some common themes that we're noticing across all of these different ideas? And we found really seven themes that they all would kind of you know come up under, and so that became the idea for the book. But really, every every chapter title is a metaphor for a word or a value that's underneath uh, that title. And so for Brew the Coffee, it's purpose. Uh, chart the Course, it's about vision. Uh, walk with the Wise, it's about community. Embrace the Hurricanes, it's about growth and courage. Make a Ruckus, it's about impact. Um, 
Learn to Dance is about adventure, and Don't Waste a Weekend is about urgency, the sense that college is short and it never comes back, and how do you, how do you make the most of every moment? And so, we, you know, we could have said, hey, here are the seven big ideas, purpose, vision, community, but we kind of felt like that gave it away, so we wanted to give it a fun metaphor to kind of play off of and maybe right. give you more incentive to dive into the book and, and read more about it. As I look at the way it's, it's, it's presented and in, in, in looking inside the book, it kind of reminds me of, of those books you see in the bookstores like, uh, you know, Science for Dummies or Tennis for Dummies. or it, it's, it's, you know, very short and little paragraphs here and there with some big headlines. Uh, it, obviously, that was intentional. Absolutely. There's, there's actually a book that was a big inspiration for this one. It's called Steal Like an Artist by Austin Kleon. It's a book about creativity. And one of the things I love is he has so many different hand-drawn ideas in the book that it makes it a fun book to read it's not just a bunch of words and text i know with today with youtube and so many forms of entertainment to sit down and actually spend a few hours reading a book can be a challenge i know for my millennial generation we're so distracted it's not always easy to find time to just sit down with a physical book on your couch and read it and so nick and i said how can we make this a fun book to read that isn't just a bunch of text and words and dense things that it can actually be something that you would enjoy in the same way that you would enjoy listening to music or you know going to a show or something like that right and i'm thinking so you know you had the when did you have the idea was so it your my, freshman year or was yeah. it a few years later so my junior year of college was when the idea kind of first was seated i'd been okay. blogging for a while and realized that i had a lot of content that was kind of piling up and maybe we could package it in a certain way so you've already been writing yeah 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 i've already been writing for a while and then i approached nick summer between junior year and senior year and and i said nick you know we're about to graduate what are some things that we could do to make this last year really awesome and we were also planning to go one more semester after our senior year uh there's a lot of benefits to that you get one more football season if you're if you're in college uh, you get another summer to do an internship and we were talking about okay that last semester what are some things we could do and nick said we should start a business we could start a business kayla we're both in terry that'd be awesome and I was like, we could do that, but you know, something simple that we could do is let's write a 70 page ebook. It could be free. We could put it on our blogs. We could share it with friends and family, and maybe it could help a freshman or a sophomore that's in college or about to start college. Uh, that could be a cool idea. And as we sat down to write it later in that semester, um, in our senior year, we realized that we were probably on to something a little bit bigger than a 70 page ebook. And so we ended up with a physical 200 page, you know, physical book. We're talking with Caleb Stevens. He's a, now a, a published author and a recent graduate of the University of Georgia. The book is Collegiate, Seven Big Ideas to Make College Awesome. Did you do any research, other than obviously your own experience, did you do some research as far as talking to other students saying, hey, we're thinking about doing this. Is this you think this is something that you or you know your kids one day would be interested in? Yeah, I, I would say from a research perspective, one of the things that we started to notice just with our friend groups and the people that we knew in college was there's not one right way to do college. There's so many majors you could pick. There's so many clubs you could pick. Although it, I will interject, there are wrong ways to do college. Sure, sure. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, and so the the premise that we started with is this, is this question. If there's not one right way to do college, if there's not one right track, not one right major, not one right club, what are some common themes of people, regardless of their major, regardless of their clubs that they join, that you look back and you say they really made the most of their time in college? You often hear the phrase, college is the best four years of your life. I know when I was going into college. It was for me. <laughs> I heard that all the time. You know, hey, man, enjoy UGA. It's going to be the best four years of your life. 
And we started to think about that as we were nearing our time in college. And we said, you know, we think college should be the best four years yet, but not the best four years ever. Because if college is the best four years ever, I mean, what are you really saying? <laughs> you're saying it's all well, downhill from here, man. You're I gonna walked have, right into that one, didn't I? Then? Yeah. Well, you're going to have, what does that mean? Like you're going to have days of mean bosses and cubicles and like, it's all downhill from here. Time to prepare for death and retirement. You know, we want college to set you up for an awesome life after college. There you go. And obviously your target uh, audience would be students that, or, or, or high school students, really, that are getting ready for college. But I would think once you're in college as well, it's still a good read. Yeah, I, I would say three groups. So number one, uh, if you're a rising freshman in college, if you just graduated, this book is for you. The second group, I would say, is current freshmen. Maybe you're a year into college and you kind of get it. You're getting a feel for it, but you're saying, how can I go to the next level with my college experience? And then the third group, honestly, is parents. We found that this book makes great graduation gifts. Yeah. And so from, from an economic perspective, uh, targeting moms has been something that we've been uh, intentional about. Is this a book that you pretty much should read from the very beginning to the end? The, the way it's laid out, it almost looks like you can kind of just pick a page and kind of get something from just reading that one page. Sure, you could. You could. And, and something we talk about at the beginning of the book is you might feel like you've got a pretty solid grasp of you know chapter two your vision for college but you may be looking at chapter six which is all about adventure and fun and you say man i feel like my college experience is really lacking in adventure and fun so maybe i'll dive into that uh i would recommend you read the whole thing but um even kind of as an inside little secret here we didn't write the book in order and i think a lot of times you feel like well if i'm going to write a book i got to start from the beginning and right. write till the end the first chapter i wrote for the book was chapter four the first one that nick wrote was chapter six and so uh, I wouldn't say you have to read it in order if you don't want to. All right. Well, let me ask you. I mean, I'm looking at some of the little headlines you have here. One is throw your phone in the ocean, if you can elaborate on that a little bit. And then any other things that maybe people are not aware of that, uh, you know, that would be kind of neat for them to know. Yeah, yeah. So throw your phone in the ocean. That was from chapter That was from chapter number one. I believe Nick wrote that section. Uh, that's all about being intentional with being present in the moment with your friends like you and I right now, having a conversation and not letting your phone distract you. Technology makes the world a lot easier and we're more connected and it's great, but there is a line somewhere of, of is it really pulling me away from people or is right. it bringing me closer to my friends? I remember one time I got lost. I was trying to find a shortcut through Atlanta. I got it, you know, I was going through the Georgia Tech campus. Sorry to bring up Georgia Tech. And I, I, I was at a, a red light at a bus stop, and all the students were there. And, and I noticed about 12, 13 students, all of them looking down on their phone, no interaction whatsoever between any of the students. Wow. And it's like, wow, that's, that's kind of sad. Yeah, talk about it being social media and things like that, but there's really not much social about it sometimes. Yeah, and we've all seen those pictures of people around, you know, a dinner table and they're all looking at their phones, you know, and it's like, right, there there is a line somewhere. I mean, I've even seen news articles lately about how Apple and and certain companies are trying to improve ways to, you know, combat like smartphone addiction and that kind of thing. And these are companies that are producing these products. Yeah, you know, there's a definitely a, a theme there. Don't know if you've heard the joke. Two people, and they're, they're, you know, they're looking at their phone, they're texting, and one looks up the other and goes, I know. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, just talk to each other. Yeah. Um, so what, what, what's in this book that maybe I would read and go, didn't see that coming? Or, you know, something that, uh, that maybe the normal student would not expect? Sure. I would say if there's one big takeaway that if you don't read any other chapter, you don't focus on any other thing, I would say read chapter three. It's all about community and really the idea that, your friends will determine the direction and quality of your life. Uh, one of my mentors, uh, he likes to say that the people you listen to are a preview of the future you. And so 
college is really the only time that you're going to have such a dense concentration of people your age in this pretty small area of campus or of the city that your college is in. And once you leave, it kind of disperses and you're never really around that dense of a concentration of folks. And so uh, Nick and I challenge people in chapter three to really be intentional about that community that you build because it really does, it really can make or break your college career. So now you have this this book out, and again, we'll talk about where folks can can get this. What's next? Is there going to be a, a part two, or are you going to go into business somewhere? Are you destined for banking? You have no choice because of the family. W- w- what's next for uh, Caleb? Sure. So I, I love writing. You know, it's something that I've always enjoyed since the beginning of college. I just started a blog on a whim and just started typing away about whatever came to my mind, and, and I really enjoyed it. Speaking is another thing that I'm really passionate about. Right now, those are both side hustles, and so Nick and I, we love using Collegiate as a platform to speak at different places. We're actually speaking to the Terry College of Business uh, tomorrow uh, at a little lunch session that we've been invited to speak at, but it's definitely a side hustle right now. I currently work at a nonprofit called Corners Outreach, and I work in fundraising and marketing, and I really enjoy it, but who knows? I mean, to, to be able to write and speak full-time one day would be the dream for sure, but uh, as far as a second book, you know, maybe maybe in a few years, but there's nothing in the works right now. I'm still waiting for the movie. Oh my goodness! Well, who would who would play you, and, and who would play Nick? Oh, that is a good question. You've never been asked that before, huh? Well, so, so I'm, I think big picture here. I don't yeah. think small. I think big picture. Yeah, I will say for me personally, that that's a question you have to ask Nick directly. I have no idea for that. I would say I've always admired Tom Hanks's ability to. He's such a big name, and yet he's in so many movies. He's not known for just one role or one character. Sometimes when when an actor is in a movie that's huge, they kind of only get no, like Mark Hamill is Luke Skywalker. You know, right. he's always going to be Luke Skywalker, no matter you know, regardless of what film he's in in the future. Tom Hanks isn't so many. But Tom, Tom you know, Hanks to me is just Tom Hanks. He's always Tom. But the thing about Tom Hanks, which which makes sense, is he's a nice guy and he doesn't let the fame and wealth get to his head. He's he's a professional and he's he's a, he's, he's very approachable and just a nice guy for everybody sure. that knows him. Sure, he seems so. very versatile and he can fit in a lot of different roles. And so, so you could I'd be like like Colin Hanks' his son. It, yeah, you know, a little older than you, but you know, a little you kind of look a little bit alike. There you go. I, I try to I try to be versatile, you know, and, and be able to plug and play in, in different roles. So. And uh, for Nick, it'll be, uh, I don't know, Weird Al Yankovic or something like that. Let's go with that. Just just someone really crazy. Let's do it. Since he's not here to defend himself, the heck with it. Weird Al. Um, (laughs) Well, I have to say, I have to say, so so I I love uh, Michael Jackson, just one of my favorite artists. Nick and I were talking the other day about his song, uh, Beat It. It's one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. I was in a lip sync battle one time and... That was my that was my song I did, uh, and, and Nick said, "Yeah, you know, the first time I heard about that song was not Michael Jackson. It was Weird Al's Eat It when he was talking about, uh, you know, he does all his parodies, and, and he had an Eat It song about eating a lot of food. And so maybe Weird Al's the guy for Nick. Yeah, we might be able to have that song. I think we actually have that song on our. That's our outro music. That's going to be our outro music. Yeah, I think I know that song. Wait a minute. Ironic, you bring up that song. We have it sitting there on our computer right there. That was really impressive. I thought that was just a joke. Yeah, you thought we were really good. No, that's just luck of the draw right there. Okay, so those, the, the parents, the, the incoming freshmen, uh, high school students, folks that want to get, get, get this book in their hands, one more time how they can get it. 
You can go to Amazon.com, search the word collegiate, or search the word make college awesome, or search Caleb Stevens or Nick Salliers. Uh, you'll be destined to find it there. It's uh, It's got a white cover with blue lettering, and it kind of has a sweatshirt sort of look to it. If you've seen <laughs> the movie Animal House, you might it might be reminiscent of that with the, the college that classic college sweatshirt was kind of what we were going for there. So you'll see it there. You can also go to uh, calebstevens.com, my website, or makecollegeawesome.com, and you can find it there too. Awesome. Caleb, uh, congratulations on the book. Uh, thanks for coming in to talk about it as well. Thanks, Mike. And uh, we'll bring Mike Fulton into the conversation now. Uh, Mike is Senior VP with Oconee State Bank, Market Executive for uh, Gwinnett County. And, Mike, you, we were talking before the show. You've known Caleb since he was a just a, a little boy. I have. I've, I've known his uh known his uh, father since 1999 and when Caleb was uh, seven years old so uh, just to see him grow and where he is today it's amazing I've I've heard so much about his life as he's grown up through his father and just so impressed with this young man I mean he uh, what he's done in every stage of his life and uh, obviously he's a very gifted speaker and right. he's written a book now and so just tremendous things for him and his future and i'm you know honored to be here today with caleb he's got a very bright future and we're hoping oconee state bank has a very bright future here in gwinnett county and in the surrounding areas how's it going out now with the expansion oh it's going great uh, that's i'm glad you asked because we just moved into our new location we're off of uh, north brown road in lawrenceville is the address it's at 1755 north brown road suite 125 in lawrenceville and uh we just still putting on the finishing touches with the decorating and everything but uh just got everything online and it's 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 going to be fantastic so we invite you out to come and see us we actually will be a full service branch we hope within about six weeks now we can submit the application to the fdic that should roll through and we'd love to have you out and uh, be on the lookout for our opening open house that we'll have in uh probably in about six weeks or so I think with the reputation of Oconee State Bank, you knew you were going to be well-received when you came into this area of Gwinnett County. What has maybe surprised you the most since you've started working here? I have been so surprised at the people that know about us now. I mean, it's it's amazing that we have um, – um, I mean, I'll, I'll be out on the street and people have either heard our commercial, um, they'll come up to us and they want to know what we're doing. I mean, the competition – obviously knows that we're in here in town yeah. and so in the the community we knew would embrace us because um, Gwinnett County needs another community bank we've heard about some of the big mergers that are happening pretty soon and so that leaves us a, a fantastic opportunity uh, to uh, to be a community bank in the market and grow grow the bank and service our clients well we had you on the show beyond the cupola month or so ago uh -huh. so appreciate you coming back for the update and hopefully you'll continue to come back and visit us here at the studio and, and let us know how it continues to go absolutely anytime i'd love to i mean we're doing great things and we're so excited for our future yeah and for those that would like to find out more about oconee state bank let's send them to the website absolutely that would be www.oconeestatebank.com and i can be reached at mfulton at oconeestatebank.com and my phone number which is my cell phone is 404 514 Nine three one two, and you guys are ready to do business right now. Absolutely, absolutely. Great, Mike Fulton with Oconee State Bank. Thanks for joining us.
And Glad also want to thank uh, Caleb Stevens for joining us as well. The book Collegiate, Seven Big Ideas to Make College Awesome. Uh, the movie rights will be coming out hopefully sometime soon. I uh, want to thank our producers as well. And a quick reminder that uh, you can listen to this show anytime you want by going to businessradiox.com, select uh, the Gwinnett Studio, and then select Beyond the Cupola. And you'll see this episode and all the previous shows as well. So as I said, for our producers, uh, Trey and Nat, I'm Mike. And we will see you next time right here on Beyond the Cupola, brought to you by Oconee State Bank.